0: morning 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 how you guys doing today we got a bunch of news stories coming up we're gonna take a look and see what happened to egyptian with the pagans if you know he's the one the court went after for posting some stuff during uh Freddie trial, everybody knows that one. Andrew Glick, so called chef, turning and stuff like that. Not good stuff, not good stuff. Also, we have some more information on that story where a pregnant lady hit a biker, took off, went to the house, and ended up getting shot and killed. A lot more information coming out on that one. 911 call, basically. Also, we have a community that was helping out a motorcycle club. Good stuff right there. Don't forget to go over to Roku, and we now are on Fire TV. Hell yeah, man. We're all over the damn place. Here we go. Rock on, rock on. Don't forget to go listen to the second half of the show over on the podcast platform. Good stuff. We go for about, it's been averaging about an hour lately. So go on over there, grab that stuff. Here we go. Uh, Out of Ed Hat, Santa Barbara sad state of affairs sad state of affairs motorcyclists identified in fatal dui collision they have identified the motorcyclist that died uh, november 27 2021 uh fatal collision as a 70 year old with santa barbara reddit resident kenneth warfield sterling senior Around 1.55 p.m., the Santa Barbara Police Combined Communications Center received multiple reports of a serious injury traffic collision near the intersection of East Costa Street and, um, man, that, uh, combined, why don't you guys just say 911? Anyway, <laughs> uh, the fire and all that responded. Officers discovered an adult male unresponsive a lane in the roadway. A motor officer was first on the scene, rendered aid, and soon fire and paramedics uh, arrived. A jeep, an SUV, was driving behind the motorcyclist and rear-ended the motorcycle, ultimately ejecting him approximately 85 feet before landing in the roadway. The Jeep then collided with a parked Dodge Ram pickup truck. The motorcycle was struck with such force it careened what rider list, half a city block before colliding with a parked Toyota sedan. Sad state of affairs. Those are the scariest ones, man. You look in your mirror and stuff, they ain't stopping. Get that out, man. Get that exit. Uh, They say the driver of the Jeep is to believe at fault, Raul Gonzalez, a 48-year-old Santa Barbara resident, is suspected of being DUI at the time of the collection and was placed under arrest. Remember, we did that story the other day where dude was given the middle finger, he kills the biker. Only gets six years. I'm really wondering what they're going to do in this one. There has to be something with A-bait or MRF that we can start getting at the uh, state and local level with getting punishment increased if you do this stuff to motorcyclists, man. It always seems like nothing ever happens. That's the way it is. Now, community jumps in to help. After club's parade trailer was stolen. Beautiful stuff right here. Usually it's the club that helps the community. Now it's the community helping the club. Let's see what, uh yeah, here we go. Guthrie, the Territorial Riders Motorcycle Club, was preparing for the big territorial Christmas parade when their parade tra- uh, trailer was stolen. On Friday, they said they're on a mission to get back the kids this year and every year. So they didn't let it them let it stop them when their trailer was taken. Quote, we do this every year from October to January 1st. We are hooked up for the community. This is what we live for, club secretary and treasurer uh, Skip Anderson said. And their annual Christmas dry uh, toy run began 16 years ago. Good stuff right there. Good stuff. See what they have to say here. Of course it ain't playing. Anyway, main story today, main story. Where is John Egyptian cockbalin now? And this is from Cinematic Holic. Of course they would come up with something like this. Oh boy, do I got something coming up and final thoughts for you guys about what new something new we're gonna be doing? Oh, they're gonna love me even more now, these cops. Uh, motorcycle gangs are extremely popular when it comes to loyalty. Thus, some members of the Pagan Motorcycle Club were of the opinion that Andrew Chef Glick was in the wrong when he flipped on another member. Ferdinand Angelo. Angelo or something. See, we see right there in Chicago, we call it Angelo. <laughs> Whatever. Although the evidence uh, Andrew collected helped in putting away Freddie, the former member had to face retaliation for his actions. Investigation discoveries, doctors' orders, chronicles the gruesome murder of April Kaufman and shows how the Egyptian was the main man behind the smear campaign, Yeah, they put me in that one, too. I think it's episode three. Gotta love the media. Oh, man, are we going to be fighting back against that? Uh, They go on to uh, ask who the Egyptian was. Uh, He was a member of the Pagans Motorcycle Club. And again, these are news reports. It's their side of the story. Just remember that, especially something from, like, this uh, site. <laughs> uh, when Andrew became part of the Pagans, Freddie became his mentor and taught him the ropes. However, Andrew maintained that John was the only person he got close to apart from Freddy. John looked after Andrew during his early days in the crew and after the two developed a very close bond. Uh, The show goes on to mention, and has anybody even seen The Doctor's Orders on Discovery Plus? Just wondering, did they get my good side? I don't know. (laughs) The smear campaign. Oh, my God, would you people. Anyway... They asked where he's now because he uh, did get thrown in jail for a little bit because he was convicted of witness tampering and sentenced uh, four years of uh, probation in 2019. He was also handed a suspended jail sentence of 364 days because he made a social media post. Dangerous stuff when you get onto that social media. Nobody believes me, but hey... There's incidences out there. Don't put nothing on social media, man, for these cops to find. Because I think that's the first damn thing they do is go through social media. So you'd read about the Egyptian on this uh, cinematic holic uh, or whatever kind of sh- site it is. It basically goes into the players of that uh, discovery plus deal. Going to this right now. A lot more information has came up in center here. They released the 911 tapes. Now, we had the police takedown of this on our previous segment where it showed the cops taking them down like you see in this right here. Now, it's full-on media hype going on. A witness claims it was self-defense, but the woman had called 911 saying she was in fear. If you don't know the whole story, go to the link. You'll see the big story. But a lot of you guys heard of it. On one, and these are the 911 tapes. On one call made by a witness to the crash, the dispatcher asked. Is the motorcycle down on the ground? Is he breathing and conscious? The witness replies, he's fine. The lady just took off and left. Another call captured the moment the fatal shots were fired. Your three men, you followed me, leave me alone. Morales can be heard screaming, before eight gunshots cut her off, then another one. She tried to pull a gun on me. A man can be heard on the uh, per the Daytona Beach News Journalist. One of the uh, witnesses on the scene then tells the nine one one dispatcher, "The lady is shot. The dude on the bike shot her. Her he shot in self defense." And there was other ones. Very weird stuff here. And a lot of debate on this one, if you ask me. Lots of debate. Especially, I don't understand why he followed her. Any of them followed her. But that would be coming up in my final thoughts. Oh, yeah, <laughs> everybody's favorite part of the show. And in my final thoughts, you know, know what uh, we're talking about when I say we're working on something. Haynes City police officer charged with, guess what? Guess what? Sexual battery. Yes, sexual battery. Does that surprise any of us? This is all we've been hearing about. Haynes City police officer was arrested after officials with the Orange County Sheriff's Office said he sexually assaulted a woman in an Orlando hotel room. Sheriff's officials said Jason Rafael Rodaldos, 38, was celebrating his birthday with friends before leaving to go back to the Hampton Inn on Universal Boulevard. The victim, according to reports, had a room to herself and went to bed around 2.30. She told officials she believed Rodas came into her room around 3 using a a key a friend gave him after he volunteered to check on her. The report went on to state the victim woke up to him attempting to engage in a sex act with her and she began to yell and plead for him to stop. The victim later saw medical attention at Orlando Health uh, Dr. P. Phillips Hospital where she reported the incident. And he's been a member of the Haines City Police Department since 2007, has an annual salary of 50 G's, has been charged with sexual battery on a physically helpless victim and burglary with assault or battery, and he was released on bond For 60 G's. Guess what that means. $6,000. That's what he gets out and walks on. Unreal. Okay. My final thoughts for this. That one deal with the biker. Following. The lady kind of makes no sense whatsoever. Makes no sense whatsoever. I get it. Okay, you follow, find out where she's at. Well, then stick back, man. There was no reason, in my opinion, for it to go this far. She was obviously scared. Of course, she's going to grab a gun, too, then, because you got all these people following you, and next thing you know, he pulls his. That I get. Somebody pulls a gun, you pull yours. But it, for it to go to that level, just wow. And we don't know the whole story if she didn't even know she hit the guy, So what if she didn't know, hey, oh, I hit somebody? I don't know, man. Pregnant lady, why follow her? And if you do, because they already had her plates and stuff, but if you're going to follow her, stay back, man. There's no use to doing something like that. Somebody loses their life. Thank God everybody who got on the motorcycle, uh, the guy who got hit on the motorcycle was good. But a pregnant lady did die. So there's going to be a lot of debate on this one. As far as what's coming up, I'm working on the Police Wall of Shame, a standalone video each week, probably on a Friday, and we're going to deep dive into some of this stuff. And why am I doing it? Well, the reason why I'm doing it is cops will use propaganda to go through the media, which in turn gets to the general public, which in turns makes everything bad for a biker. They're always going around calling them gangs and at sometimes worst, domestic terrorists. So we're going to deep dive into the statistics We're going to deep dive into cases present and past. We're going to show people that cops don't need to be put on a golden pedestal. They got a job to do, we get it. But their job shouldn't be to target a specific population, and in this case, bikers, clubs, because it fills their coffers and that's what it comes down to is money not to even mention the hypocrisy of some of these cops wearing patches after busting clubs earlier on their shift so that's going to be coming up let me know what you guys think we're going to go over to the second part of the show Address some concerns and stuff like that some people had. It's going to be a good one. See you guys over on the other side. To the extent that pending criminal matters are discussed on this website or YouTube channel, all such charges are merely accusations and all defendants are presumed innocent until and unless proven guilty in a court of law.
2: i a believer in nobody. Won't let me leave cause I've seen something. Hope I don't sneeze, I don't- <sighs> Really, we just need to feel something. Only pretending to feel something. I know you're dying to run. I wanna turn you around. Please remain calm. The end has arrived. We cannot see you. Enjoy the ride. There's this department. In don't call it totally this is a war. It's a parasite. Got to feeling your stomach cause you know that it's coming for you. If you fall into the don't forget what they told you. When we forget the infection, will we remember the lesson? If the suspense doesn't kill you, something else will. Move. No. secrets in that black hole you call a brain before it's too late. Really we just want to scream something only pretend to believe something I know you're paying for blood I want to turn you around Please when i come The end has arrived We cannot save you Under the light This is a moment You have been waiting for We're calling it Suspense doesn't kill you Something else will ooh, ooh, ooh. It's a past I eat Got the tears to Can't keep washing your hands of this shit anymore. With all the key softening and all the key friends, don't know the rushes from their back again. When life is a prison and death is a dome, they say you want it. This is a war.
0: throttle tv app on Roko now get content not seen on our other platforms no censorship no pc only biker fun and entertainment it's hardcore again go over to Roko tv and add the insane throttle tv app now rocker yeah we got a big show for you today don't you What do you think about that stuff in the beginning with uh, the biker news? It's unbelievable, isn't it? I couldn't believe uh, what the media is trying to do as far as Andrew Glick is concerned. Dude was straight up rat, man. And in that Discovery Plus series, if you will, they were trying to make him out as the victim or doing something... That was honorable. Well, it wasn't honorable. He took an oath to his brothers, to his friends, and he decided to break it because he got himself into some stuff. And now Freddie is the one that is paying for it all with a life in prison sentence. It kind of brings me to the way things are done nowadays, if you will. And on that note, Black Dragons Roundtable, you're going to hear from clubs around the world coming up. So this is a real big episode. Hopefully you guys uh, sit back, enjoy it, and all that good stuff. We had Xerox. That's what I'm calling them right now, Xerox. Skeletor is Xerox. Everything the guy does, he copies off everybody else, acts like he knows what the hell he's talking about. Dude hasn't even been around five freaking years and he thinks he knows what he's talking about. It, it, it really is funny, and I guess he was a little butthurt with our interview with little Dave. The difference between us is we try to get to the truth. We're not going to sit there and patty cake with anybody during an interview, especially when the facts come out publicly and we're going to challenge the answers based on the facts that came out. At one point during the interview, we asked him, did your wife ever talk with that special agent from the ATF? Over and over again. Nope. No, he didn't. No, she didn't. Why would she have to talk to him? And that interview, if you don't believe me, go over to the American Chola where he said the same thing. We played the tape on that show. We're going to challenge anybody in an interview. That's how an interview works. We're not there to suck on a pecker or any of that type of stuff. That's not our job. What's even worse is Xerox would back anybody like that. That just tells you the ignorance of the person trying to talk about what this scene's all about. Verifiable proof. Presented from the horse's mouth, if you will. And gets butthurt. I think the round table is getting to him. And by the way, always invited on the round table. Problem with that is he knows we're going to challenge him. We're going to challenge his experience. We're going to challenge his knowledge. God forbid he ever come on a show like that. But the offer's out there. Mainly, the reason why that is brought up is because you truly do have to watch out for all these people on the internet. We've been around for years, been through thick and thin the whole nine yards. We never hide anything, and most importantly, when we're wrong, we admit we're wrong, Now, unlike Xerox, now he's kind of butthurt over his old club. You can tell with some of his uh, information. Maybe that's because they reached out to other social media creators and said, Hey, we're tired of him trying to make a buck off of us. Especially when it comes to the fact that, well, wait a second. They're going to start digging into our club history now. We don't need that kind of stuff, especially with people that have a worldwide audience. Never was honest about why he left. (laughs) Let's just say it wasn't on applicable terms. Let's just put it that way. So I always find it funny When he cries and whines all the time. It makes us all giggle. Everybody giggles. Anyway. Coming up. Right now. We have the replay of Black Dragon's Roundtable. Where he had a whole panel man. I'm talking he had everybody there. He had Brian and Tank from uh, the Biker Lifestyle podcast, Shaggy. He had Wild On 2s, and his special guests were from Egypt, Brazil, and Germany. It's going to be a hell of a freaking show for you guys to listen, and we're glad to be able to bring that to you right here on Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem. Boy, we got a lot of stuff coming up in this new year, and one of those things are a new doco where we're going to go out there and do a doc on the correlation between bikers and strippers. You know, I love that kind of stuff, and plus, we're going to have a lot of rally coverage and all that good noise, so hopefully you guys enjoy this replay. Listen up. It's a good one
1: this is one dj you don't want to fuck with
2: you got knocked the fuck out man
0: listen to james hollywood machikari thursdays at 7 p.m central standard time for rocking with hollywood and listen to the best 80s heavy metal to today rock on uh, welcome everyone to Black
3: Dragon Biker TV. This is the Sunday uh round table. Uh and we are glad you guys all joined us. <sighs> <laughs> so we've got uh, oh my goodness. This is the, the biggest round uh, uh, round table we've ever had. And uh one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine. Who are you missing?
4: Oh, reading and writing and arithmetic work for you. I was surprised you count that high we are
5: missing, we are missing.
3: <laughs> okay so uh we got uh, he didn't even take his shoes off <laughs> We got little, uh, so okay motorcycle clubs are worldwide and uh that was something that i didn't actually realize my first maybe heck 20 years in the biker club world uh i might not i didn't really realize there are motorcycle clubs other places i just was you know, I, I was a San Diego biker. I, I rode with this on the San Diego bike set, and you know my mind was only there. Um, I don't really think that I even knew how many motorcycle clubs there were in the United States, and there are literally thousands of them. So um, as I started doing Black Dragon Biker TV, I started getting all these uh, folks. the first time I, I, I started it, uh, I saw this guy named Dibber over in the U.K, uh, and he was doing a uh, motorcycle club protocol and knowledge and information and my my mouth just hit the the ground like everything this guy is talking about is the stuff that we do and uh i was like all right wow there's motorcycle clubs in in uk there's motorcycle clubs everywhere so now as i've been doing this for a while i have run into motorcycle clubs from egypt to israel to to uh spain uh russia africa you name it there are motorcycle clubs everywhere and we're going to do a show tonight on motorcycle clubs uh, that are all over the place and um, we're going to um, be talking to uh, Lubos, Lubos from uh, Brazil we've got Sven from Germany, the Black Forest in Germany we've got uh, um, where is our our Egyptian here he is he must have fallen back on the stream we have Mohammed Mohammed from Egypt. Uh, <laughs> we have Dibber from the UK. And, of course, we got Shaggy. I don't know where the hell Shaggy's from. Uh, the U.S. <laughs> of motherfucking A. a. <laughs> <Or dirty>. <laughs> <laughs> we got Hollywood with Insane Throttle, Wild on Twos. Uh, why don't you guys all, let me take your microphones off mute. Uh, you been been shaggy. You in, like We've
0: been off of mute, man. uh... You guys have a good show. I was just here to say hi and stuff like that. I'll try to catch you in a little bit. I got another show. I got a plan uh, for tomorrow. But you guys kill it.
6: Yeah, stay safe, there, James. Take care, Hollywood. And 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 stay and stay away from them production companies. (laughs) Uh, You know
0: what? (laughs) Man, that just
4: happened.
0: You know what? Next week we got to do that, man. We're gonna talk about it. I'll talk to you guys later.
6: I'll I'll do something with him about production companies. You lot now, I'll feel about those ass clowns.
3: Dibber you were saying? Yeah.
6: I said I don't know. What was I saying? I was saying stay away from production companies. That's what I was saying. They're a bunch of ass clowns.
3: All right, so here we are, and they'll stab
6: you in the back.
3: Oh my goodness! Uh, So you're talking about? Oh, Hollywood just left. I I thought he was going to say something, but he's not here. So we're talking about Hollywood's recent uh, situation where uh, he got uh, stabbed in the back a little bit by the uh, production company that told him one well, thing and did another.
6: There, there, was, there was actually a reason why I brought this up, Black Dragon, because, you know, we was going to talk about motorcycle clubs the world over. And I thought, I'll, well, I'll get that in there quick, because, you know, this is something that you will find that the clubs here in the UK won't get involved with. Media.
5: Well, next week, the
6: yeah, we, be we, National Geographic. We just we just won't get involved with it, no matter no matter what else. And I believe my friend there in Germany is probably the same with their club scene. There, they won't get involved with it.
4: Well, I was going to say, you know, that's a good way to start off. Uh, uh, you know, social media has taken such a big platform these days, especially here in the United States. You know, these youngsters, man, they, they uh look at everything from YouTube to Google to. You know, hell, you don't even get cable TV hardly anymore. You don't really need it. You can go Roku or uh, these Fire Sticks and shit like that. So yeah, we'll start up there with Vin. How is it over there with the uh, biker scene and the MC culture when it comes to social media and it comes to uh, how these things are done?
2: Uh,
6: well, a lot of the, uh, the a lot of the clubs I know that I've you know known for a long time, a lot of them won't uh, have any involvement in social media. Obviously, there are those that do, but, um, you know, uh, you know, over this side, the clubs will set the rule whether or not you can be involved with social media or not.
4: What about you guys up there? Lubis, we'll start with you. What do you think?
7: About motorcycle clubs and social media? Well, uh, <clears throat> here in Brazil, it's, <laughs> it's, it's kind of embarrassing because we are kind of the, the joke of the biker world, you know? And uh a few people
4: I have never heard one Brazil joke yet, so tell me one.
2: Um...
3: <laughs> <laughs> don't don't mind shaggy <laughs> keep, keep Yeah, no, on. no. What, <laughs> I'm
7: trying, what I'm trying to say is that um there is a few people here that is, is trying to do the right thing, you know. Right. But every single thing we do, there's always someone to tell this they tell that we're wrong that you shouldn't do that because that is uh, just being copycat of the united states you know? but god damn it that's that's where the, the whole thing started right so we had to copy them
4: i knew was uh, gonna start shaking his head no
7: <laughs> Go ahead. And, uh, so they use the, the, the social media to you know get numbers social media to recruit some people here and that's something that uh it's unacceptable, you know, you have to do it the right way, you have to do it... Um, the, the goddamn. I hate when the, the words don't... Anyway, you have to do it the traditional way, right? There you, you have go. to get the, the, the guy and put him to the test and make him do stuff for the club to see if he fits. And that's the right way. And social media is good because when you are uh, 99% like my club is... Sometimes we do some uh, charity work and we use social media to prove that to those people who helped us that, hey, that that help you gave us, here it is. This is what we've done with it, right? And that's it. But uh, when you start to recruit people over the the social media, that's when you cross the line. Hmm. I mean, that's one of the times when you cross the line because... Down here in Brazil, people cross the line every time, man, and
3: that's it's frustrating. You know, so, so you try to keep. Is Brazil pretty new to the to the motorcycle club world? How old would you say your new oldest motorcycle club is? Do you know? Well, there's uh,
7: there's a one motorcycle club that started in, I believe, in the 30s, mm-hmm. called Brazil Motors uh, Brazil Motorcycle Club, but it's. It was a racing club, you know. It wasn't a motorcycle club as we know today. Uh, there is the Zapata Motorcycle Club. It's one of the oldest, one of the most respected motorcycle club here, and so they 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 keep the tradition, you know. No women allowed, in all this the, this traditional stuff. But every time there is a new club that they think that they can do thing because no one can touch them because they always can go to the police they always can sue us and you know it's it's, it's a cowardly thing happening here in Brazil because you don't have your uh, a word anymore you know a man is all about his word if you don't have your word if you don't honor your word then <laughs> what kind of man you are right if you if you're willing to enter a world where you have to do something, where you have to act, uh, you know, some way, where you have to respect certain traditions and certain rules, you have to, to commit to that. So don't give me the shit that, well, you can touch my vest because I'm going to call the police on you. Man, fuck you, you know.
4: Uh, they call the police they are police callers over there I mean, uh, everything you said so far sounds very biker sounds very clever to me until you said you touch my vest I'll call the police no you touch my vest I'll kick your ass
7: that's the way we do it over here (laughs) because here in Brazil here in Brazil we have a problem Uh, unlike United States we do not have the right to
6: bear arms here you know so we don't either but there's these things
7: that's right yeah,
6: that's right you know the the
7: the rule of the jungle right the strongest gets it all and people don't respect that anymore they don't have uh honor it's it's a strange thing you know to keep talking about honor but man it's it's what we have today right it's i mean here in brazil we are poor we are fucked and the only thing we have is our motorcycle clubs and our honor. And some people don't even, you know, give a shit about honor. And that's, it's frustrating, to say the least, you know. So here so, in Brazil, us- it's a little chaos that we're trying to fix, but we know it's going to take a long time.
3: So tell us your name and, and uh, where are you from? What's your, what's your motorcycle club? And you guys just got motorcycle club status, right? Yeah, it's
7: it was in February, if I'm not mistaken. So you well, started
3: uh, out as a uh, as an RC, and you uh, went through all the steps. And uh, well, here in Brazil,
7: here in Brazil, we we started as a motorcycle group. You know, just mm-hmm. a, a group of people who rides a motorcycle, and but always we since we started, we were always. Um, how can I say that? Uh, some motorcycle club always were there to help us, to show us the way, to teach us what's right and what's wrong. So since the beginning, we were acting like a motorcycle club. And it was when one of these, one of the oldest motorcycle clubs here in Brazil—I mean, it's not one of the, the oldest, but one of the most respected motorcycle clubs here in Brazil—when they come to us and they say, "Dude, you acting like a club." You have, you know, followed the traditions like a motorcycle club. Why the hell do you still carry this group on your back? It's time for you to change from group to club, you know. And that's what that's when we did it. When we didn't ask for permission, someone, uh, one percenter club came to us and they said, Well, change it, it's time you're ready. So we did, you know,
3: and uh, uh. Cool stuff, my yeah. name,
7: my my actual name is Ricardo. It's a uh, pretty, I don't know, pretty, <laughs> pretty South American name. I I don't know. It's and uh, we're from a city called Rio uh, Claro, which means clear river. There was a, a beautiful river here, and now this, they you know fucked it up. And
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they debuted, that
7: sounds uh, American
4: too. Oh, you, I mean,
7: you're back down. They built an avenue over the river, and the, the river's gone now. And uh, we are from the the state of São Paulo, one of the, I mean, the biggest state here in Brazil, the one one of the richest, one of the most productive states here in Brazil. And we're still little, man. We're still learning. I watch uh, Wild on Choose all the time. I watch Black Dragon all the time, and I'm I'm still learning, you know, still trying to figure things out, and how to translate here for the, the Brazilian writers so we can follow the, the, the traditions, follow the old school way, because at the end of the day, that's the right way. And that's that's my job, you know, that's what I'm trying to do here. I'm trying to fix this shit up, along with one or two other YouTubers, but it's it's been a hard work, man. It's been a difficult struggle. Not everyone is open to accept things as they are. They are trying to make something new
6: and call it Motorcycle Club. And it's been a hard time to accept that. Well, there's a bit of advice for you, you know. These these ones that like to run to the police, yeah? All you clubs that like to do things the old way, just don't have anything to do with them. That's right, yeah. Don't even give them the time of day if they come up and ask you what the time of day is. Just turn your back on them and walk away. If they won't do things the right way, if they run to the police, you don't have nothing to do with them at all. Yeah. It's a great don't, advice. Don't, don't even talk to them.
4: That's no, like if like there's it. cop clubs and stuff you run into, you know. Uh, you turn your back on them and walk away. They're a conflict of interest. They're, they're, they're just a bunch of bullshit. They... they uh they make no sense, Cop Club. I'm going to arrest you during the week and, and screw with you all week long, but they come Friday night. I'm going to throw a set of Outlaw colors on, and I'm going to be Mr. Billy Badass. Well, you know, it don't work that way.
8: Yeah. Yeah,
5: and, and, you get, and you get it everywhere, right? You get on a comment section, like some people are like keyboard warriors, and, and they don't have a picture in the little, on the little side there. And I always say if, you, if, you, if you're, if you're going to hide your face, on the internet and talk trash, you're a coward to me in general. I mean, that's just, I mean, yeah. I don't take things seriously. I'm not going to get my, its not I'm not going to lose any sleep over or anything. But like some people said, I mean, YouTube, social media, Facebook, whatever, I think stuff like we're doing today is actually the positive part about social media. What yeah. the hell are you going to oh, yeah, yeah. see? I mean, when, I mean you're going to see from Germany, Egypt, uh, UK, US, so everybody let's, uh, together talking. You know? So let's
3: do that. Let's, uh, let's talk next to... Uh... Our, uh, our guest from um, Egypt, um, Muhammad, has been, like, very quiet. So, Muhammad, welcome to the show, man. Uh, tell us the name of your most. You, thank you for having me. First, you know, first of all, just thanks so much for being. I've made friends with many of your brothers on uh, on my uh, Facebook and YouTube. And I just appreciate having you guys and appreciate that you would be on at, old dark 30 in the morning. I don't know what time it is there, but... Um, just, uh, you know, let everyone know that we're so thankful for you to come on. So, tell us about you, man. Uh,
9: my name is Mohammed. Uh, I am from Cairo, Egypt, which is the capital of Egypt. Um, my, I belong to Horosheep and Club, which is Horus, uh with the R, uh, not D, because I know how it sounds. Um, uh, even in Egypt, everything is is different. Um, the, the scene is, is quite new, actually. Um, I think uh, the oldest club in Egypt is like five years old or maybe like six. So everything everything in Egypt is different, uh, especially that uh, we uh, as Egyptians Egyptianize everything. We do everything in an Egyptian way. Like we try to set up a traditional of Czech club, it's very hard in Egypt because the mentality, uh, the way people think, it's completely different from any other place uh that, that's the main problem that you you would have as a traditional uh, much like um people Egypt did not think straight uh we have the same problems as Brazil uh, people call the police uh people will pop up with a new club whenever they want there's, there's no there's no like uh, how do you say there's there's, there's no um, <sighs> I don't know how to speak in English, but there's, there's no way you can you can you can handle these guys. It's very hard because everybody no thinks protocols. you can do whatever you want. There's no Again? protocols. Yes, there's exactly. No what? No what? Yeah. Protocols. Protocols. No protocol. Protocol.
6: No yes. protocols. Myself yes, exactly. and Mohammed, we we've got a lineage there, you know. Part of my family comes from your country.
9: Yeah. That's yeah.
6: From ancient times.
9: Part, yeah, of, my lineage, part
6: of my lineage comes from your country, my great-great-grandfather's family. Oh, They're they uh, Coptic, yeah, so they, they come yeah. from your land.
9: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so to go on and keep uh, talking uh, about the main problem, recently, as Deborah said, that we don't have protocols. Um It's very, very hard to sit down and talk to other people. Everybody Egypt does whatever he wants. And uh, and if you talk to everybody, you're not gonna have time to ride. That, that's the main problem. Like if you want to ride, like if you want to be a, a traditional motorcycle, you want to do things right. Uh, the time that you can, you know, the, you need, the time that you have, is way way better spent riding and doing the stuff you like and doing it right. And if you pay attention to everybody around you, you'll not do anything. That's that's the the basic the basic thing. And then the, about the the internet in Egypt, it's 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 fairly new. Uh, not the internet, but as in as in you guys were talking about the the, the issues, it's it's fairly new uh, for us as a motorcycle scene and uh, and motorcycle set. So we don't face the same problems uh, we are faced in Berlin or uh, or the U.S. That's a great what kind of motorcycles
4: do you guys ride over there? I'm always kind of curious about that. I mean, in U.K., you know, we talked about the different things. yeah. So you guys have yeah, the there, the Kawasaki, the Hondas, all that stuff. Oh, right
3: on.
9: Yes, uh, and Indians, uh, Indian yeah, motorcycles yeah. as well. Yeah. Right on. What, what kind of bike do you ride? I ride an Indian.
3: All right, good uh, man. Uh,
9: Excellent. Yeah. man.
3: What, what kind of Indian you got?
9: I ride uh, the dog chief. Uh, yeah, dog horse. Yeah. Uh, the cheap, of
3: course. Yeah. Okay, so uh, let's get up. there. Uh, I appreciate you, uh, uh, Mohamed. We, we got more for you. So let's get up here to Sven up there in the Black Forest of Germany. What's up, man? Welcome to the show. Thank you very much for invitation, John. Uh, Bd. <laughs> Thank you. All good. So Bit tell early us about now, but motorcycle clubs yeah. in Germany and how things go and. Um, very traditional way,
10: very similar to the States. A lot of the clubs over here were founded by um, GIs who were um, over here on Deploy in the 60s and 70s. And um, so it's a lot of very similar to the United States motorcycle set to the protocol. But the same, like Lubis said, um, we have the same problems. Um, until 2017 a lot of uh, clubs put everything on the social media, everything you can think of, YouTube, all the channels, and uh, after the big four or five clubs, diamond clubs in Germany um, were banned uh, to fly colors um, a lot of clubs reduced this and said, okay, we, we only make promotion for the club but the years before they put a lot of details about the club life about the club setup on the social media but uh, we have a lot of old clubs over here some clubs like um, I dropped that one name now is uh, the black devils who are around down here in the Southwest uh, they are more than 50 years old it's one of the oldest German clubs and I uh, still growing.
3: That is really cool. Yep. Um, how long have you been riding around and uh, what kind of motorcycle or motorcycles do you have?
10: Um, I, right now I ride a Harley Davidson FX STC from 1990. Um, my first one was a Yamaha RX 80 Special Edition. This was this kind of mini bike. I guess it's 80 Cubic centimeters, it's maybe 30 cubic inch or something. It's when you are 15, 16 years old, you can ride this in Germany, and uh, then there uh, came up a uh, Kawasaki 440 Limited, and then uh, Virago 750, and then uh, 1200 uh, Harley Davidson Shuttlehead, and then uh, there you STC. go. Yeah. Normal bike career, I would say. So <laughs> I, I
3: want you to know, I still have the uh, things you sent me to get my beard like yours. Uh, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> <to> get, uh, <laughs> clip on. No, no. I <laughs> for no, BD. No, clip on. No, no, they're little. Yeah, real funny. They're they're little skulls. They're yeah. cool as hell, and uh, I, but Tia keeps trimming my damn beard when I'm asleep, So anyway. I, <laughs> we're gonna get this we're gonna get this too uh so uh and then we have dibber down in the uk and uh uh dibber how you know uh is your uh, sit, uh you know what 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 is the motorcycle club scene like down in the uk it's old school it hasn't really changed much it,
6: it depends if you it depends what part of the scene you're looking at because as i've said in my videos we've got a very multi-layered club scene we've got like everything from like family clubs through to riders' clubs through to owners' clubs. We've got an assortment of different types of MCCs, and then we've got your Backpatch Brotherhoods, your Backpatch MCs, and then your three-piece, you know, obviously your Diamond Clubs. So it's, but when you're looking at the actual MCs, the Backpatch Clubs, not really much has changed. It's still very, very old school, traditional amongst amongst the three-piece backpacks clubs and the one percenters. It's, it's ba- barely changed, really. The real real changes have happened more in the social type clubs. And there's a lot of changes that have gone on within the MCC scene that I I I, I can't tolerate because that's where I started.
4: There's a bad echo.
6: It can't be from me because I've got my headphones in.
3: Um, test it, test it. Yeah, something's gone wrong. Let me see. You guys can't. me.
4: I don't have all them
5: buttons. It's just a hollowness in between your head. Okay. It's a metal
4: plate. Yeah,
6: we, we, uh, over here, we've just, we've just tried to keep everything, you know, as old school, traditional as the MC as possible.
3: Okay, so let's uh, let's talk about some of the fun things. For instance, whoa, what on earth? Boy, this wouldn't be a show without technical difficulties.
4: It's gonna be a good one.
3: Hmm, I don't see.
1: Yeah, usually we're the ones that have this good show.
4: <laughs> have you not been watching since we started this? I mean... <laughs>
3: but we didn't do anything. We-
4: hey, you forgot to ask Tank and Dirty. They're up there in the great white northern north of Chicago. That's a country up there. I mean, you know, we don't have Hollywood on here in his own country of Chicago. So, I mean, the guys that are up north of Chicago, there, they got their own country. Look at <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that's
4: right. Uh, well, that's right. You're you're down for your snowbird, and I forgot about that. Yeah, I no, think everybody get, everybody's everybody, go put
5: mute and go one yeah. by one off.
4: Oh man!
1: Wow, wow. rules are shit.
3: All right, how's it going? Attacker. Okay.
6: Oh. My somebody in the room got their, their audio turned up.
2: I
3: don't get an echo on my end if that means anything. Sure. It's not here. Hi, hey, it's gone. Is it gone?
4: Yeah, it's gone? Oh, it's probably the fans are listening in. We got people from other countries on here.
6: No, it's you again.
2: <laughs>
3: it's you. Sure. No.
1: I was on mute. No. I've been on mute all day.
6: See, this is what happens when you get too technical.
1: Yeah, I got headphones
3: on, so it's not right. (laughs) Mohammed!
1: Riveting TV.
3: Man.
6: I think Mohammed's got his headphones on. Yeah, see Mohammed's got his headphones in.
3: Let me mute everybody and see if it goes away. So it's gone away. Unmute Dibber. Say something. One two. Dibber. One two. One two unmute. three
6: four.
3: Unmute Wild. Wild, unmute yourself.
6: Yeah, buddy.
3: Unmute Shaggy. Shaggy. I say something.
6: told you
4: it wasn't me. <laughs> This is a great game. Unmute,
3: Tank. Tank, say something.
1: <laughs> something.
3: Unmute, say Dirty.
1: Something.
3: Dirty, say
4: something.
3: Say something. See, Dirty
4: now. follows instructions.
3: Say something, Sven. Sven? This something. Something. <laughs> and, uh, unmute yourself, uh, Lubus. Can you hear say me? Say something. And then uh, Muhammad, say something. Everybody's, okay, so <laughs> now it's gone away. That's crazy. Uh, that
6: means it's on your end. <laughs> yeah, it's your, it's your clicknical, mate. I,
3: <laughs> I've done nothing. I'm going to
6: hire oh, I don't know. We were talking earlier and your clicknology kept conking out. So, you know, you need to address your clicknology, mate.
2: Yeah,
4: something about that clicking thing, like clicking mouses, and that's So totally different subject. Sorry about that. Yeah. Click mate. <laughs> are we talking about the click? Never mind. Keep going.
3: If you knew how much money I spent on this dumb shit. Anyway,
4: See? Uh, money can't buy happiness. Look how miserable <laughs> you are every week from fucking with that thing.
3: Absolutely miserable. Uh, so, um, Let's, uh, we were talking about some, so anyway, tank and dirty. Uh So talk about your experiences, you know, so the rest of the world is looking, tell us, tell us about how American clubs work, how uh United States clubs work and, and, you know, your kind of fascination or whatever with that, what's drawing you to the lifestyle.
8: <laughs> Go ahead, dirty. <laughs> well, you know, Wisconsin, we're just a, you know, we're like every other state in the Midwest, you know, uh well, this country really, I mean, everything's uh, pretty much traditional if you're doing things on the up and up. I mean, we all see news stories or other YouTube channels that talk about clubs that kind of fuck around and do things that they, you know, aren't supposed to do or they break protocols or whatever. But, I mean, you know, here in America, it, you know, every state kind of runs the same way in some way, shape, or form. I mean, there's always a little bit of nuance when it comes to regions and areas, but for the most part, it's all pretty much the same, you know.
4: Yeah, it's all changing, it ain't for the better.
8: Yeah, well, yeah, for, yeah, Certain states, you know, it gets a little loosey goosey, and it's kind of weird. But like, I'll say this: Wisconsin, it's like it's always like it's always uh, been. You know what I mean? Like, nothing's changed. Um, yeah, politically, that's all I can say. <laughs> you know, that
4: what I mean? was so correct.
8: <laughs> yeah,
3: nothing's <laughs> fucking cheap.
2: Let's put it that way. So, uh, <laughs> Muhammad, see, what your, see what I did there? See what I did? I saw what you did
1: there. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Mohammed, how old is your club?
2: Oh
1: man,
3: <laughs> Mohammed, how
9: old is your club? How old is your club? This is about um, um, two years old.
3: And what, what drew you to want to, to join a motorcycle club? What brought you to the biker life in a, in a motorcycle
9: club way? Um, well, basically, I, I always felt like I, I wanted to belong to something that's bigger than me. I wanted to do something with people that think the same as me, people that we connected on the same level, basically. That That's the main thing.
3: But uh a biker club, I mean uh, let me ask you this: do biker clubs have a negative stereotype where you come from? Are they looked at as criminal? No, no,
9: no. okay no definitely not no
3: and uh do police profile you and pull you over and harass you or anything no. like that?
9: <laughs> we don't have that YouTube. we don't get pulled over YouTube. no uh hey, I, got,
3: I,
1: I wanna know do you guys ride in them robes or you got you got traditional biker shit you wear? <laughs> I don't think you heard me. I wanna be ride yeah, oh, go ahead.
3: Man. Well I've I'm uh I've looked at pictures, they ride in leathers like we do.
1: Holy oh, in the desert? Damn. Yeah. How hot is that? Fuck. Well, Arizona's hot I guess, so yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah every, every place is hot in the summer. But you better have the damn to. leathers on. Um so uh, let me ask, let me ask you, Lubis. What do uh, how are motorcycle clubs in Brazil looked at in terms of um, reputation? Are they thought of as criminal organizations, or you know, how does the news treat you guys?
7: Well, uh, we're not seen as a criminal organization, but we are, you know, kind of outcasts on the society because uh, people see us as a bunch of uh, how can I say that. Uh, a bunch of people who, you know, don't work and don't shower and, uh, you know, heathens. drink and do drugs. look at his heathens. Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry, man. My my vocabulary is very short. You know. But, oh, I
4: got a big but, one, uh, so we could do this all night. <laughs> <laughs> but
7: but uh, yeah, there, there's a there's a, a a downside to being a motorcycle club. You know. When you're writing, uh, you you get the attention of the kids. For instance, but their parents is like, no, don't look at that. I don't want to be part of that when you grow up. And uh, that only changes when that that person that is, you know, it's kind of uh, prejudice. I think is the word. And uh, they need some food, for instance. And we go there, and you know, we donate some food then. They think about it twice and they say, well, they, they're not, you know, a bunch of assholes after all. They, they're they here to help. But it's it's rare, man. You know, we don't have any troubles with the police. We don't have any troubles uh, with the news. But in society still looks at us, you know, uh, looks down at us. It's, it's something that I don't know if it's worth changing because uh, some way it gets us uh, some kind of respect. Because you're not going to mess with something that you don't like. And especially something that you don't know. Because people think we're, you know, even if it's it's forbidden here in Brazil, people think that we're carrying guns, uh, you know. And sometimes it's it's a good thing because it avoids uh, kind of traffic violence, you know, when something happens on the traffic, people don't come at us. They think twice before. They try to do something for motorcycle and stuff, but it's, you know, it's kind of uh, here we call on the wall, not in the good side and not on the bad side. It's, you know, right there in the middle it has its good moments and
3: has the bad moments. So Sven, tell us about uh, what's the perception of bikers in Germany overall? Do you guys have uh issues like uh we do with profiling cops anything like that or is everything all honky dory
10: uh no not in that um on that level like you have in the states but uh since um the big diamond clubs in germany were forbidden everyone who's tattooed rides a harley and uh, wears a leather cut is um strange to the public more more than before and uh TV shows like Sons of Anarchy, Mayans, and so on, uh, and uh, media, the news, uh, will serve the rest to the public. So if I, when I go to work, and and uh, and enter the building, all the folks will look like <gasps> they know me for years. I never hit anybody with uh, I don't know what, or they they still like. Mm, I keep a little security distance. It's, it's the same, like Lubis said. It's, it's they they know you for years, but they don't trust you at all. That's it's always this little percentage that they don't trust you at all. It's it's the, mm, he's maybe maybe he's a gangster. They know you for years, <laughs> for decades, and they say. Uh,
1: Sounds like the states, man. <laughs> yeah,
10: yeah, yeah. I worked in hospital for tre- more than twenty years uh, in the surgical theater. And uh, I worked there with some guys for for more than five or six years, with doctors, uh, anesthetics and so on, and and they still don't trust you at all, still looking with this special look at you, you know, these...
5: The narcotics goes missing, they look at you, man.
10: Yeah, of course, of course. No, you you know it all. It's it's you go to the supermarket uh, or whatever uh, uh, home improvement store, and uh, you play Moses. Moses, you you divide the waters. You know, all, everyone's turning besides and say, hey, let them through, let them through." Don't get in trouble with them. So it's it's. So that can be good
3: or bad, you know.
1: Yeah, I like yeah, to be left alone, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's,
10: it's, it's real good. You, you have, you're have in the dark street. Everyone changes the side of the street. The pedestrians walk, uh, changes to the other side, and you say, okay, it's your, your, your choice. I don't bite anyone's head off, but um, so you have it, a clear, safe way back home. But sometimes if you have a bad day, and I guess all you guys know such days, you have some trouble at work. You have uh, trouble with your wife or your girl or your kids. And then you get these certain looks on you. You feel them in your on your back. And then you think, hey, fuck, I never did anybody any harm. And why are these mofos looking at me like I'm uh, uh, the personalized devil in person? So
4: Well, see, I like those looks because then you just look at them uh, – right back and they usually pee themselves a little bit then you start laughing and my day gets better.
10: (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes it's make it makes your day. Of course, of course.
4: (laughs) 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 You know, sometimes you just gotta take people's stupidity and throw it right back at them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't help but do that. I mean, when, when they start giving you those looks and they start getting like, oh my God, here comes the bad guy. You know, uh, my favorite line from that movie, Scarface, well, say hello to the bad guy. Yeah, that's me. I don't <laughs> mind it, you know. Uh, uh, it, it it makes the day better. It makes me laugh. It's like, Jesus Christ. Uh, it's funny.
5: I was going to ask, and uh, then I got to get going, but, uh, of course, the uh, process at, was asking about the prospecting phase in <laughs> other countries. Um, I, mean, I mean, I speak to Dibber a lot, so I know how the U.K., but how does, for Mohamed, since being a new club to Egypt uh, itself, do you guys accept uh, go through a prospecting stage early on to get everything established, or are you guys just getting guys on and patching them in to kind of build yourselves? I mean, how do you guys do it over there?
9: Of course, we do, we do it the traditional way. You have to be a prospect for a set, set, uh, set amount of time. You have to go through everything that you're asked of, uh, at the end of uh, the end of your prospecting time, then you get evaluated uh, if you're good if you're not good and uh, if there's a problem, then you can be uh, there but a prospecting period can be extended even more. Um, that that's that's basically it. Man, I
4: dig how you said that too, man. you said a period of time. yeah, people don't need to know what that period of time is. That's for the internal with the club, that's club business, man outstanding. And then I like how you said, if there's a problem, the time's going to be extended. Outstanding. That's as traditional as traditional can get right there. Yeah, man, that's,
6: that's, awesome. a, that's old school, isn't it? That's Oh, yeah, school, you know, it like is. That.
4: Man, I got goosebumps now. Right on. Yeah.
3: You get goosebumps? <laughs> yeah, it gives uh, you a shit, man. It gives you
6: a shiver, man,
3: when people say <laughs> no, old you,
4: school. You know, young guys like that and a young club and a young club environment, and they're getting it right to start off, man, that's awesome.
6: I'll, I'll have to take a trip to Egypt now. To check it you, out, you, you got to go see these
3: guys' website. I, I mean, their uh, Facebook page. I mean, I did, I did ride. earlier. I did
6: earlier when we were talking, didn't I? I went across and checked out the website and everything, yep. the Facebook.
3: Yep.
6: You know, so. next next time next time I go out to see my friends out there in the Holy Lands, I'll have to make a detour out to Egypt afterwards.
9: You're go most welcome. Check, You're go most go welcome.
6: check out Mohammed and his brothers.
3: Absolutely. Yeah, I'm so welcome. uh... Some things that I hear that are interesting that, uh, I hear that, that, that I would say are very similar to the United States and some of the problems we have. Um, you guys are, are not alone in having uh pop-up clubs that just pop up and pop onto the scene and, uh, guys trying to change things, guys trying to, to, to come up and, and, and change the traditional set. Um, uh, a lot of the reason that a lot of us have these programs is that we're trying to talk about things uh, the way that they should be uh, so it's interesting to me that a club where things are new our country where things are newly starting uh, would have similar problems to a country where things have been going on for quite some time uh, but I am curious dibber in your country do do are there pop-up clubs that just spring up and
6: yeah 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 they are but they don't really stick around for long usually like I say we've got a well organized and well oiled machine over here you know you you know uh, the, the whole country is broken up into areas it's regional coalitions and alliances so if you just pop up you know and like I say it's uh, we've got a multi-layered club scene over here so and you know I'm not going to go into detail of how things are done over here anyway
3: Absolutely. Um,
6: But, you know, it's – but, I mean, there are clubs that will just pop up. But, you know, you know as well as what I do, usually clubs that just pop up like that that don't work for it or anything like that, they don't usually hang around for long.
3: No, nor do the members uh yeah, let me so. ask you this Bob. <laughs> so i'll ask you this of uh, Lubus and spin and muhammad they fell down um, a flight of stairs did they
5: <laughs> well, guys, I, I just want a bd i'm gonna be taking off i had a long day uh six hour flight back here so you guys shaggy bd Lubis, uh, six hour flight. don't everybody. you fly
3: for entertainment no well, you fly for fun what do you mean
5: I flew myself back from
3: Florida. It was so so that cold. wasn't fun. That was that wasn't hard. That was fun. Um, it was It was. pretty
5: stormy, so it was pretty. Oh, uh, 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 it anyway.
3: was stormy. I had to. Uh, oh, why was me? I, I want to see
6: your,
2: <laughs> you. Know
5: how, hey, you know how many sit downs I had in planes, and the person I'm with suddenly turns into a little kid, like scared kid. <laughs> <laughs>
6: well,
5: maybe could you not. Great time to let go of the.
2: <laughs> the joystick <and> <laughs>
6: Go on, let's hey, break man. out the violins, eh? It's like a country song about it. I
2: can't,
6: I can't. We'll write a country song about it for you. There we go. Oh, Wild. All right,
5: Denver, you're the one scared <laughs> coming to the US, man. I don't want. I keep inviting you. Come on, man.
6: I, I ain't gonna come to your country and piss around with your TSA. You can get lost, man. <laughs> <laughs>
3: They don't have anything Look, to do, I promise you. So
4: They'll only search the cavity once. I mean, once he's they find up, nothing, you you'll way, be that's all right.
5: it. They just, just, just on his butt. It's going to feel a, like, a
4: little
3: I, bit of I, pressure.
6: I, I, take care. Care. Well, I don't want him, I of don't legalized him legalized checking out my ring of fire. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: what you might bring has been legalized over here probably in half of the state, so. All right, man. Oh, he's gone. All right, so what was I going to say before – i forgot um but i was i was thinking yeah so we i see a lot of things that are similar i was going to ask you uh lubis sven and uh muhammad so is it a uh is it a must in your countries that you have a motorcycle to be in a motorcycle club or is it more social Whereas, uh, oh, look at that. The looks you just problem. got. <laughs> outstanding. <laughs> uh, man was like, what, what the hell, hell is talking about? <laughs> Love it.
9: <laughs> so, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> it's a force, it's a must. It's a motorcycle club.
4: Outstanding answer. Outstanding <laughs> answer. <laughs> <laughs> Put that in your pipe and smoke it, motherfucker. Yeah, none of this fucking, none,
2: none of this
6: bike count BS, right, hey Shaggy? None of this bike counting stuff. Having That's a meeting right. and then counting the bikes who turned right. up on a bike. Yeah. Oh god,
2: damn.
6: Oh, it happens. <laughs> You yeah, know, I, tell you, I, I couldn't. Could be- I couldn't believe. I tell you what, John, I couldn't believe that when that came up and they were talking about doing bike counts and all this and people having to borrow bikes off of other brothers so that they could prove that they had were riding a bike. And I, I tell you, man, I, I I didn't know which way to look when I was. I didn't know, either,
4: and I'm from here. I was like,
6: okay, what the fking hell? Yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, to to be honest, that is that came from a new. That was a new set, a new biker set in the United well, States.
6: Well, no, that was a new let's pretend that we're bikers and all That's share right. a bike set. That's right. You know, I'll tell you what, you wouldn't get away with that over here, I'm telling you. Hey, it's
4: a community motorcycle, we're kind of like to pass around. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> she will
6: <she'll> turn tomorrow.
2: <laughs> wow. So uh, what
4: about... Make sure there? you clean the seat off.
3: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my word. Uh, so, uh, Lubus, uh, before we descend in the chaos here, uh, what about up there? Um, Are folks on that, you got to have a bike to be in a club or do you see uh, some backsliding or whatever?
7: Well, as I said, man, uh, sometimes uh, Brazilian motorcycle clubs are a joke, you know. We have a lot of uh, traditional motorcycle clubs that they do not accept any members who do not own a motorcycle. Uh, But there are some so-called motorcycle clubs, and they... Well, they, they accept anything.
6: You know? they, turn up, they turn up at the bar with a crash helmet on their shoulder and no on their arm and no bike.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's,
7: it's, it's, it's ridiculous, you know. The,
6: the thing is,
7: there is a lot of motorcycle clubs here in Brazil that the only thing they think of is numbers. They, yeah. want, they want more people inside the motorcycle clubs. They want more money coming in. So if you don't have any motorcycle clubs, well, there. I mean, if you don't have any motorcycle, that's no problem, man. You just, you know, here you go. Your full cut. Your all the, the the patches in, and fuck it. But fuck that, as man. as I said, we we the Motorhead Motorcycle Club. We try to follow the most traditional motorcycle club uh, rules, you know. Uh, the only exception that we made here in Motorcycle Club was to myself, because when I was 15 years old, I had a shoulder cancer. And I don't know if you guys can hear it, but my left shoulder is is uh, prosthetic. And we were, as I said before, we were uh, a motorcycle group. So it was kind of OK, because you know, my father was one of the founders and... You know, I, I grew with the Motorcycle Club and when we, we, were, we were switching from Motorcycle Group to Motorcycle Club, I asked all my, my brothers, is this going to be a problem? And to my surprise, they say, well, man, you're not. Uh, it's not that you do not want to ride a motorcycle. You can't ride a motorcycle. So that's kind of different.
6: Well, what well, about trike? Can't can't you ride a trike?
7: Well, here in Brazil it's kind of hard to get a trike, you know. We don't have those uh, Harley Davidson trikes, you know. We have to build our own. But the
3: good news is But you've had like, some recent you've had some recent really great news.
7: Yes, and so that's the point yeah, where share, I'm getting.
3: i that because I, yeah. I think uh I I'm, I'm really excited about that and um for you and Yeah, man, like I
7: I'm very excited about it. Thanks to my YouTube channel, I found a guy who's uh, he has a, a I don't know a, a chop shop. I don't know if you call that. And he said, "Man, I'm gonna build you a motorcycle, and it's not gonna be a trike. It's gonna be a motorcycle that you are going to be able to ride." So starting next year, I'm going to you know gather some money and do some shit to start building my own motorcycle, man. And then I, I'm going to, you know, stop being the the, the weird one inside motorhead Motorcycle Club.
6: Uh, and that kind of so, reminds me, you know, one of my old brothers years and years ago, he had a, a really, really t- nasty motorcycle accident and he tore the nerves from his spinal column from one of his arms, so he lost the full use of his arm. It was just like a dead arm from, like, the shoulder. So what you're saying kind of sort of brought back some old memories of, of one of my old brothers, and he, he he went through it all himself. You know, he, he he had all of the controls and everything were all put onto one side of the handlebar, so he had a brake and a clutch all on one handlebar, yeah. you know. And this arm, he would have a glove with Velcro on it, yeah, and he had Velcro on the handlebar grip, and he would, like, take his hand out and fix it onto the handlebar and control it all from you know from yeah. one hand so it's, it's dead it's absolutely possible i've seen it done yeah. i've seen it done and, more than once so yeah good on you man rock yeah. on so, uh, yes
3: yeah. thank so you, what man. i've decided to do is um uh, as he you know as he finds out about this bike next year uh when they start getting ready to 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 do whatever they're going to do i've decided that well, you know i'm going to do the best i can with my channel and uh, uh, our our subscribers, and we're going to try to help them fund that bike, so you can get up and oh, get sh- running and riding. So uh, <laughs> this is what we're going to do.
6: I well, if the heart's there, I mean, I'll fry a few you, man. Thank you, man.
3: So, so look, I mean, the whole panel's on with you, man. So yeah, I, I appreciate sure that. I, I was I would never have said anything, but I'm glad you did.
7: That's so. that's you know that's the kind of of stuff that we miss here in Brazil. We don't have this unity, you know. It's just uh, ego over ego, and every man for himself. And that's kind of bullshit. Needs to stop. We need to start being more like we are being here right now. And I appreciate, it, and I really do, man. And I promise, I'm not gonna cry about it. <laughs> Go in front of on of you guys.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's, no, I
7: it's
3: very. Something, man. Yeah, it's pretty. It's, it's,
7: cool. it's a great honor, man. It's. I feel very honored and I feel very blessed to know you guys because without the internet, you know, we were talking about social media and motorcycle clubs, and without the internet, this right here wouldn't be possible. Thank you very much.
6: Thank you all. Yeah, that's a, that's a positive side, yep. Yeah, it yeah. has it's, ti- its time and its place.
3: That's right. Yeah. And I think this has got to be like a, a first or something, close to it maybe. Uh, all these different clubs. Listen, we got a question for uh, Mohammed. What are popular motorcycle mod- modifications over there in Egypt? Is building or modifying your own motorcycles or parts uh, there that you like? I guess that's what they're saying. So, uh, do you do you guys do a lot of modifications over there?
9: Yeah, of course. Uh, mainly, we buy uh, we buy the parts because uh, again. Uh, the motorcycles that we ride, uh, the parts are not available easily. So the best thing you do is you order it uh, uh, online, and when <laughs> it arrives, you fix it. Uh, we we do handlebars, we do uh, do mufflers, we do seat, we do everything. Uh, people, even people build their own bikes, like they get. chassis and they build the whole thing. So wow! Every that's, that's cool. cool.
3: Is 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 being a biker over there a uh, a uh, a sport for the uh, for the rich man? I mean, does is, that, is, is it seems like if everything would be hard to get, it's kind of a pricey sport to get into?
9: Yes, of course. Uh, um, uh, well, I'll not say the rich man. Uh, I'll say the the middle class, uh, because most of the people here in Egypt, uh, the, poor, the 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 poorer people I would not buy a bike. Uh, with the bike, a Honda VTX, which is an older model, would be too expensive for them. So they'd rather buy a 150cc Chinese bike. Right. Uh, yeah, that's the main difference. Well, we ride uh, uh, newer bikes, better bikes, uh, bigger-sized engine bikes. So that, that's, the, that's the main problem that we face. So everything we have to do, we have to do it online.
3: Now, do you guys ride two-by-two, side-by-side, or do you ride uh, staggered? Or single file. I think you said two by two. You cut out. Yes, two by two is. Okay, that's cool. Um, do you guys? Is your setup like? Do you have a row captain, and do you have a do you have a setup like traditional motorcycle clubs, or something slightly different,
9: or? Um, well, basically the, the highest officer is a row captain. Whoever is the highest officer is. Usually it's the president. If the president is not available for any reason, then the the vice president then goes down the line. Hmm. Not on. So
3: you don't have a specific, like, road captain spot? No, though. no, no, no. A lot of clubs in the U.S. operate like that. Uh, Shaggy and I were talking about that the other day. Um, uh, I do
6: know so if clubs out there where the sergeant does
3: it. Right, right. Right. Um, okay. That's really cool. Um, do you... Uh, well, yeah, let me see. Uh, let's see. We have a question here for uh, Motorhead. Motorhead, what do older clubs in Brazil do differently than the rest of the world?
7: Would you know that? Than the rest of the world? Right. Or, or the rest of the...
3: <laughs> well, well, okay. I, I don't it. know if you'd be able to know that. But... Well, I...
7: I mean... One thing that doesn't happen here in Brazil a lot is the motorcycle clubs here are not territorial, you know, they're just, how can I say it, just a bunch of guys trying to have fun. Uh, we, We have our jobs, you know, Monday through Saturday or Monday through Sunday, depends on where you work. And so there's a lot of motorcycle clubs inside the same territory. And there's not a turf war going on here. Uh, we have a, a, a small percentage of one percenter motorcycle clubs here, and even the one percenters are not territorial. You know, there sometimes there's there's a little bit of a fight between them, but it's not not a great deal like it is outside Brazil, and. Um, the rest of the, the the stuff is the same, you know. They you have to to have a, your motorcycle, you have to you don't accept women inside of 1% motorcycle club. But I think that the main difference is that here in Brazil motorcycle clubs are not territorial. I I think that's is the greatest difference.
3: Okay.
6: I see a friend of mine in the room. I want to give him a shout out because he's got an awesome YouTube channel. People should go and check out, yeah? The, Mil- the Military Biker. Awesome YouTube channel. Go and you check him out.
3: Oh, we check- need to check out The Military Biker,
6: his YouTube yeah, channel. Yeah, yeah. Check out his YouTube channel. He does some good stuff on there, I tell you. Really enjoyable. He does, too. And he's
4: uh, definitely um, my kind of guy.
6: I just Someone's noticed saying. him. I just I just noticed him in the room. You see, and I've been following him a long time. I just wanted to give him a shout. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what What question did I not ask? Uh, Motorhead, am I? No, am I
7: no, no. It's uh, one asked that question, and I told him that if you didn't ask it on on the air, you know, I would come back to the the
3: comment session and answer him in private. Oh, okay, I see. So we're doing okay. Then we're trying to answer yeah. all the questions. How do we donate to the cause? We got to, man, we got to absolutely answer that one. You can hit the super chat button over there uh, if you want, or you can, uh, I've got all kinds of stuff up over here that you guys can look at and see uh, how to donate to us. Uh, If you're on Facebook, you can hit uh, give us some stars. Uh, Okay, I'm just looking through the questions to see.
8: Actually, I got uh, a question for Muhammad, if it's all right. Yeah. Uh, Mohammed. I know in Brazil and Germany, there's uh, American one percenter clubs that have chapters there. Is there anybody in Egypt from uh, America? Uh, yes. Like club-wise? Okay.
9: Yes. You do yes, have any
8: yes. names. I was just curious.
9: Yeah, of course not. But just one club, yes.
8: Okay.
3: Somebody said, oh, okay. is there a Pharaoh's MC in Egypt? <laughs> no, there's not.
4: <laughs> there actually is that club here in the States.
3: Yeah, there's that club here in the states.
4: Right, they They're got here in Missouri.
10: It's even a car club, isn't it, in the states for low wider cars, Ferraris. The Ferraris, yeah. Hispanic guys. I've, uh, I've seen them on uh, YouTube, some reports about them.
3: Somebody said they have a question for you, Sven. How much of Europe do you ride around, or do you just stay in Germany? Um, I was up to the European North Cape in
10: Norway. Then uh, I was down to uh, Spain, to Istanbul and Turkey, uh, whole Europe. The last few years it was mostly Germany. Or I visited uh, one time my sister in uh, Great Britain. So uh, maybe if you're allowed to, I would ask Dibber. My sister's located in Andover. Is it far from your place? So maybe we can and it, did, did,
6: did, did you say Andover? Andover, yeah. With an A. Andover.
2: Yeah, yeah.
6: I got I got family in Andover, so uh yeah, if you ever get to Andover, give me a call. That's in Hampshire, man. That's not that's not too far. That's about an hour's drive from where I am. So yeah, we'll meet up and we'll have a few beers, man. Yeah, cool. Yeah, Andover, yeah, I got I've got relatives that live in Andover. It's a little village, isn't it?
10: Um I never was to. I visited my sister when she was uh, living in Portsmouth.
6: So uh, yeah, and 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 yeah, Andover's a really nice little place. It's a nice little village. They've got some nice pubs down there with some local real ales. We could have a few beers down there, man. No problem. Yeah, sure, cool. I know, if, I know if you, a few few of the clubs down there as well. I could sort of sort up some introductions for you.
10: Yeah, my sister's related to one of the guys from uh, one of the clubs down there.
6: Ah, oh, well, then you've got it already made. <laughs> <laughs> foot in the door and all that No, yeah, we'll see <laughs> yeah but you if you get over to the UK and you're in Andover yeah just hook me look me up on Facebook or whatever and yeah we'll arrange and we'll have a, we'll sink a few of the old beers together man I'm rather partial to awesome. a few of the Germans you know stout, I, 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 well I'll rent a room you know at one of the hotels down there and get on the old Jägermeister like you know sure. that's what I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. talking about <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
10: Jägermeister's a hell of a drug.
6: Yeah, it's good, isn't it, man? Yeah.
10: <laughs> but not the next morning. Not the next morning. That's where we just keep hitting it. I mean,
4: you know. Yeah, that's right, man. The only you way get you on... beat that hangover that Jägermeister does is you just look yeah, you at the, in the old... and just pound the bottle again. That's
6: right. You get on <laughs> them old you know, Get on them old Jäger bombs, as we call them. You know, you fill up the old short jar. You know, glass with a Jäger straight out the freezer, man then drop it into a pint of beer, man, and drop that old torpedo, and away you go. <laughs>
10: that kind of drink is called Submarine in Germany.
6: Yeah, 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 it's torpedo, man. Yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah, you drop it, man. It's like a depth charge, you know? <laughs> yeah.
3: Somebody said Jibba, for me you? personally, this is the beauty of the MC world, bringing folks together despite different patches. It's all the same road, same passion, same wind, different strokes for different folks, but united by the same passion, which is our love for the iron. Uh, Why don't uh, let's do this. So why don't each one of you guys, host included, uh, just give me a couple minutes of what it's like for you riding uh, with that wind in your face. So uh, let's start with you, Sven.
10: Kind of freedom, as long as the gas is in the tank. <laughs> it's it's yeah it's it's a um, pendant to the everyday business, to the stress of the of the week, of the work, of the job. It's it's feeling free, impress impress yourself impression of myself, how my bike looks, how I dress up. It's 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 like a piece, big piece of uh, paper where you put your piece of art on. It's maybe it's expressed a bit too big now, but I guess all you guys know what I mean. You, you can be yourself. You can uh, represent yourself to the public, to your club, to the other folks like the way you want. You can dress up like you want, uh, wear this and that, and, and uh, leather jeans, whatever, army pants, uh, Harley shirt, Indian shirt, whatever. and. Uh, You can be like you want to be. You know, you're not in this pressure to to fit in any stereotype. Normally, okay, we have stereotypes on the set too. No question,
3: but Dirty? What's it what's it like for you?
8: Well, you know what? Riding motorcycles is everything. You know what I mean? I mean that's being in being in the club, ride motorcycles that's takes top priority nine times out of 10 in my fucking life you know i mean yeah there's family there's work but at the same time when i'm with my family or at work i'm thinking about riding motorcycles you know that's the top of the conversation whenever i'm not talking about you know work or family or whatever i mean it's always you know what are we doing to the bike where are we going who's going with us let's go there i mean it's everything you know i i don't know i don't, I don't even know what my life would be like if i couldn't ride a motorcycle to be honest with you you know, it's everything.
3: Tank.
1: Yeah, I mean, Dirty said it all. I mean, it centers me. Uh, you know, I, I I dream about riding a motorcycle. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I had dreams about riding my bike last night. I mean, you know, so it's uh, in a world that's gone chaotic. It's one true aspect that I truly have the most control over of the things that go on out there, including those assholes are out there trying to kill me. Uh, you <laughs> know, I mean, uh, I mean, yeah, I you mean, know, you you know, is there You know, you think about, you know, dying on a motorcycle every time I throw my fucking leg over that thing. But it's my fear and I control it. It's mine. And uh, I I really I can't think of what it'd be like not to be able to ride.
3: Uh, Shaggy. Oh, man. Um,
4: Let's see Uh, whether it's (laughs) cold or hot, uh, windy, calm, whether it's uh, wet or dry, it doesn't matter. Um, There are very little words that could put in uh, that would explain the importance of how great and wonderful it is to go down the road at 100 mile an hour with your club brothers next to you, behind you, in front of you, the sound of the road, the vibration of the bike, uh, the, the feel of the old lady's tits on your back, um, you know the the just pure horsepower that's underneath your legs that you've uh, put your hands, your buds, your sweat, your tears into making that motor what it is. There's so many things that uh, go can, just ex- could explain the feeling, but um, we don't have enough time on this show. It is an overwhelming peace. It's an overwhelming calm. It is a, a way to. Uh, um, become part, of, and, and become one with the earth.
9: Absolutely. Muhammad. Um, to me it's about the camaraderie, about my brothers on the road, about the journey, about the people I've met, about the people I'll meet, uh, it means a lot to me. It's, it's, it's the one constant, uh, like I think Tank said, it's the one constant thing when everything in the world is going crazy. It's the thing I can I control. I can control when I want to ride, where I'm going, what I'm heading to, who's coming with me, who's not coming with me. Uh, that, that's, that's, the, that's the best thing about it.
3: gibber um, Well, I, I don't
6: really want to sort of start sounding like a parrot. Because, Mm -hmm. like, everybody in the room has basically already said what I would have said myself anyway. But I think I put up... You've got to bear in mind that there was a time when I thought I wasn't going to be able to ride a motorcycle again. There are those people in this room that know my history, people like Shaggy and people like John Black Dragon know I've I've got a bone disorder, you know? And um, I was actually removed from the road forcibly removed from the road by the authorities in the country i live in because uh, i was having you know major treatments to uh, treat what was wrong with my body and i wouldn't stop riding you know so the fact that i was going through chemotherapy treatments and still riding that should tell people what riding meant to me and what it still does and uh, I was threatened and threatened by the doctor that he would contact the what we've got here is the the DVLA, which control your license and everything. And the doctors did; they carried through with their threat because I wouldn't stop riding. I was turning up for my treatments and stuff, you know, barely able to take the bike off the stand, you know. And they they took my license away for for like over a year. They took my license away until I, I was fit, until the doctors mm-hmm. contacted them and said, look, he's fit enough to ride again now. You can give him back his entitlement to ride a bike. If you want to know how I felt when I got that license back and what it felt like for me to be back on a bike, there's a video on my YouTube channel. When I was very first allowed to ride a motorcycle again, I went out and bought one. You want to know what it feels like for me to ride a motorcycle? Go and check out that video. It's awesome. You know,
3: it's...
7: You know, uh, here in Brazil, we have a saying that goes something like this: um, I like to talk to smart people. So when you see me talking to myself, don't bother me because I'm on a
2: meet.
7: <laughs> 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 and I think, uh, you know, I when I was younger, when I was, you know, twelve, thirteen, I used to ride with my dad and uh being on the back of his motorcycle i i i you know i had a a therapy time you know just me and myself and i i started to talk to myself about all my problems and man, there are three magical places in the life of a person when you're taking a dump when you're taking a shower and when you're riding You know,
6: that's... What about when you're having a jump? A dump. A jump, yeah. But what about when you're having a jump? When you're in the arms of a beautiful woman and you're having a jump?
7: Well, then you have to, to, you know, think about something else so you
2: can last longer. (laughs) 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 Well,
7: anyway, and uh, those three places, they... For sure, they will bring you answers that you could not have any other place in your day. You know, you're having troubles, you're having uh, something you have to sort out. And suddenly, when you're inside your helmet, that's the magical place where the answers pops up. You know, that's so writing is a therapy. Writing is, you know, it's. It's magical. It's it's a gateway to another world, and I I think it's
3: kind of that. Look at this, Lupus. We've already got twenty dollars towards your yeah. fund
7: coming in, man. Oh shit,
3: man! I
7: don't even know how much the bike will cost yet. <laughs> there are already people doing done melt. Yeah. thank you so yeah. much.
3: We'll, I'll get much. this right over to your uh you uh your uh, PayPal or whatever you got tomorrow morning or tonight when we get off, but. Yeah, look here, man. You already got twenty bucks towards your phone. I told you. Damn. Didn't I tell you? I told you, didn't I? Yo,
7: B D, uh I need I need to to say hello to for to two friends of mine who are watching us tonight. One is Lisa Lee. Uh, she's always, you know, watching my my live streaming on Wednesday. Wednesday. Her name night. is uh,
3: Lisa. 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 Lisa Lee, yeah, she's good, yeah. she's quality. Yeah. And yeah, we uh, all know her. Yeah,
7: <laughs> and Christy. Chrissy Watkin, I, I think that's how it's pronounced. She's another amazing person that, I don't know, man. I speak Portuguese. Nobody speaks Portuguese, you know, Brazil, Portugal, and a few countries in Africa. And they still come to, you know, show their support. That's, that's you know, I I have,
3: uh, I'm yeah, Somebody to... asked about your channel. What's the name of your channel? It's Motorhead Moto
7: it's uh, I I think Lisa answered to that person. I I think it's someone from from New York, if I'm not mistaken.
3: It's so really, Moteklubi yeah. is Motorhead. M O T. There it is. M O T O R. Here, let me bring it up here.
6: What What you should do What you should do, John, is is get everybody's YouTube channel URLs and put them in the description of the live stream video, and then when people come to the video later on. They can go straight to those YouTube channels just through the URL link in the description.
3: So what I'm going to do, Dibber, is put the uh, URL link in the description uh, so that when people come to the channel later, they'll be able to go directly to it. Look at this. <laughs> oh, man. Daz, thank you. Look at this, man. That that motorcycle will be paid for before we know it. Oh I can't wait God. to see you out there on that bike, bro. We bet. Um uh, Let's see. uh Does Muhammad have a channel here on YouTube? Muhammad, do you guys have um, a channel?
9: And uh, no, actually, no, no, we don't have none.
3: Okay, but no. you do have
9: a Facebook page. Yes.
3: And what is the Facebook page? And I'll put it up. But... Horus Reapers MC Egypt. So it's Horus Reapers H O U R S R E A P E R S. Uh, for those I, I, views.
6: I, I'll tell you how to find it easy John <laughs> go to his profile and he's put some posts mm. up where he shared stuff from his Facebook group that's how I found his Facebook group like that earlier on when okay. we were talking you know when we were talking and yes. you said "Ah, oh, this is the guy, I yes. went onto his Facebook and there was a post there that he shared from his group, boom straight to the group man
3: so my, my, you know, uh, the guys on this, this channel, they're monsters. When I, when I mentioned your club, Dibber had already <laughs> pulled it up and was checking you guys out for you before we ever even talked to you. So it's, uh, uh, you know, Well, it,
6: you've it, got to it, bear I, in mind, I've got an ancestral interest in Egypt and anything that goes on there anyway, you know?
3: Absolutely. So, um, I will tell you guys for me, um, uh, Motorcycle riding has been in my life since I was maybe four years old. And I cannot imagine uh, not having um, this expression of myself. Um, somebody said, Diver said, I don't want to parrot other people but I just think it's amazing that you're from Egypt, you're from Europe, you're from from Northwest uh, United States, you're from Southwest United States you're from Germany uh, uh, um, Shaggy's from another planet we all <laughs> <laughs> come together and um, we are we, we uh, all come together, and we all feel the same damn way. Uh, check this.
6: Another donation. Jeremiah. Jeremiah. For Lubis Bike Fund.
3: Jeremiah and Th- Yeah.
6: Another quality guy. Excellent.
3: Man, this, this is and, great. And so I will tell you this. Uh, Jeremiah has had a, a lot of uh, issues um, yeah. in his life. Uh, and he is a close friend to the channel, and I think he watches all of us, and uh, this is, this really, for him to make this donation, really does um, come from his heart and his soul, because he's, uh, he's been through a lot, and I'm very proud of him. That's
6: quality, uh, is it, eh? Yeah. But this is, this is what it's all about at the end of the day, isn't it? Helping out somebody, I mean, obviously, for me, you know, about how I use the word brother, but he, he's for us. He's, he's like a brother of the road. Right. Yeah. So it's uh, he's another one. you so, say, yeah, it'd be great. I can't wait to see the videos. Now I'm going to have to go and hunt out his YouTube channel. And then when he, once he gets his bike sorted, he hopefully if he gets a, a, a good chop shop to build him up, one you know we can he can do the updates for the videos and show us how it's all going, you know. And, and then yeah. that final one where he gets out on the ride, you know, that would be awesome.
7: But that's my intention, man. I show every step of it. And, uh, you yeah. know, just like I said, when you do something good, you know, you go on your social media and say, hey, guys, here it is. You know, uh, everything you've done, here it is.
6: Yeah, it's, that's quite I can't, I, that's that, that's that's something that's cool to follow on, on a YouTube channel as well.
7: You know,
3: yeah, well, we're absolutely we're going to uh follow you every step of the way uh over at your uh, website uh motor uh, not your website but your youtube channel motorhead m-o-t-o-r-h-e-a-d as one word and then yeah. motor, club,
7: Mot- oh, the
3: motor. Yeah. Yeah. clube moto yeah, moto clube is m-o-t-o yes. we would say motor club moto club with an e on the end moto clube so uh i'll have all these links up for you guys Christopher says, "If this is Brotherhood, I want to be involved. I feel stress-free at this roundtable. Right on. Um, this roundtable is very—it's—it's—it's—it's um, it's, it's, it's very wonderful to me uh, how we all came together. Shaggy just sent a message. He says that his uh, internet went down, and he wants to say that it was uh, a great show and it was so cool meeting all the other guys. So." That's what he has to say. And yeah, uh, we, uh, Black Dragon, uh, another guy named Black Dragon, one of uh, my close uh, viewers. I, you know, I think I make friends with all my viewers. He says mo- riding a motorcycle makes him free as a bird. Someone asked, uh, "Is Finn on YouTube?" Finn you, Finn, you don't have a YouTube channel, do you?
10: No, I don't have. I just have my Facebook page, Sven Lake Forest.
6: Yeah. hit, hit, hit me up to... on Facebook, Sven. I do dibs. I do. Yeah, it is dibber thirty nine, as in the word thirty nine. Dibber thirty nine.
10: Yep. Already stumbled about it.
6: All oh, right. Okay. <laughs> Send me a message in Messenger, so I know it's you, because I'm a little bit funny about who I let on it. Uh,
3: a lot of a lot of bit funny. <laughs> <laughs> I am anal. <laughs> um. Um. Somebody said, "For those that get it, uh, it, Shaggy's riding in a Zen place." Um, Okay, so somebody else just donated. uh, So look at that, man! They love you. You Yeah, that motorcycle, no time. Man, I'm starting to feel like I'm
7: gonna have to, you know, do some street here. As uh, lucky, you
3: know,
6: lucky uh, RKMC.
3: I, you know, I just. I just think, I just find it just I don't know, it still grabs me that a guy in England named Dibber uh, was is somebody I was able to talk to and one day I'll go ride with and I feel like I will be able to ride with Tank or Dirty or Sven or Lubis or or Muhammad at any time that I, I got to your area or you came to mine uh, there would be a place for you to lay your head There'd be a motorcycle for you to ride, there would be uh, uh, you know, you would be home. yeah and and that is the same that would happen with brothers of my own MC. So um, the just this feeling that we get from place people all over the world, all of us loving motorcycles the way that we do, and the brotherhood that we built because of it. Kind of crazy.
7: You know, BD, uh, I I, if I may say something. Uh, you know, when when I when I told my wife that I'm I was going to be participating on this live streaming, I don't know, man. She she put on her head that your name is is Dragon Ball, you know, because of that Japanese cartoon or something. Yeah. And uh, I said, <laughs> I said, baby, don't don't call him Dragon Ball. He's gonna, you know, think he's going. He's talking about, he's going to think you're talking about his nuts, and and she said, well, he, he's pretty nuts because he thinks he's, you know, uh, taking you to the states without me. And I, she's crazy about Christmas, man. She, she's she's watching all the Christmas movies in Netflix, and she wants to spend some Christmas in United States. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna get, I will have to get her to the United States some Christmas.
3: Uh, I forgot. Know, I didn't realize you were married when I told you I, I was bringing you over here. I didn't realize you were married. Uh, no, but you we're, we're,
7: we're going to figure <laughs> out something. <laughs> but
3: no, that, I am crazy if I think you're going to come over here without your wife.
7: <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, but, you know, the, I I told, well, uh, John, John invited me to be on his live streaming tonight, and she said, who's John, Dragon Ball? I say no, baby, Black Dragon. Don't call him Dragon Ball because, you know, people will think you're talking about his nuts. And she said, well, he's nuts because he thinks he's, you know, taking you to the States without me." And uh, <laughs> that's it, man. It's She's crazy about the United States. You see those Christmas movies and she wants to have that kind of dinner and those Christmas decorations and all this
6: stuff. I don't know, man. I don't know what to do with the wife. And the Santa on every street corner. <laughs> yeah, you know, she's,
7: I don't know. She she thinks she's gonna find some kind of magic there. I don't know. Uh,
6: I'm the opposite. I hate Christmas.
7: Yeah, I mean, I don't care. <laughs> Since my grandmother died, I, it's, it's not being it's not the same. Yeah, but she, she loves it. Oh yeah, you know. yeah. I don't know. Man. Yeah, when uh, we lose Chris,
6: Christmas, Christmas is not my thing. I, I I I think it's all too commercial. You know, it's lost its way. It's lost yeah. its purpose.
10: It is. Yeah. Uh, it has. Ah, Dibber, do you know the song from Eric Idle? Fuck Christmas.
6: Yeah, from yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eric Eric Idle is awesome. You know, yeah, he's yeah. Uh, yeah. He used to do a show uh, with uh, another one of his uh, one of his friends called Derek and Clive. Okay. You, you should check them out. It's called Derek and Clive and and uh they were audio um recordings that they used to do, you know. There's some okay. real bad there's some real bad stuff in there if you like really twisted comedy. Uh, <laughs> I, I check it out. I check it out. Yeah. My Eric, Eric Idle is like he's like one of the uh, Monty Python crew as well, one of the old school guys, yeah. Yeah. is like, one uh, of Monty the Monty
1: I like the King's Father Christmas. Give us your money. That's a good one, too. We'll beat you up if you don't hand it over.
6: <laughs> so
7: Here I, in I, Brazil, I, have a, a punk rock band called The Rotten Kids, and they they have a song named uh, Santa
3: Claus, Son of a Bitch. It's, of course, it's all in Portuguese. It's yeah, real rotten of those kids to have that. It's just rotten. Yeah.
6: I, I do a Christmas show I don't know if uh, any of you guys have ever seen it and uh it's uh I have a host on there called Wino Claus and uh he hates Santa Claus as much as what I do <laughs> you should okay. tune in it gets it gets a little bit lively <laughs> i i i always thought Santa Claus was a little bit of an arsehole, you know because, yeah, yeah, I don't know if you people have ever noticed, but all the rich kids always seem to get really good presents and the poor kids yeah. always seem to get a piece of coal, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I, I still think Santa's a bit of an arsehole, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, that's,
3: you, that's, you, that's you, the you whole base of the music. If you work about a million years, you can get some di- a diamond on a piece of um, Listen, I want to take a moment here to thank the organization we ride bikers for life uh they presented me with this award uh this is my second award this one is um the their bfl ground and pound excellent uh, excellent award excellence award for uh as they said thank you for continuing to show positive images in the biker community to the highest esteem and so uh this you know this came yesterday and i was just so pleased to get it um and i just uh I'm I'm just excited that this I got in this I got in 2021 uh, 2020 from Incom for uh, uh, my work on the channel and this I got in 2021. So cool. I mean it's just really kind of cool to get these things. I'm so thankful that folks would acknowledge uh, the work that we've done. Dibber has it's been absolutely with me.
6: amazing. I'll tell you, it's amazing. It's, it certainly beats a brick with a letter wrapped around it thrown through your window, doesn't it?
3: <laughs> Debra has been with me since the beginning uh, and he yes. has seen the, uh, the hell that this channel went through trying to get started
6: so you should be sending me an award uh, you know what I have one for you <laughs> <laughs> it'll I probably be that brick through the window with a letter tied to it
3: <laughs> so uh, uh, this is just amazing uh, that that uh, you know we've been going we've been going five years now and it's uh, been yeah. amazing and then to have all you cool, very cool guys, Tank and Dirty and Hollywood and uh, Carlos, uh, Wild, uh, Untoos, Dibber, um, Shaggy. To have all you stand-up guys on the show. And then Muhammad and uh, 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 Lubis and, and Sven. Sven has been following me forever from the Black Forest. Um, and I'm telling you, some of you guys have like taken a personal interest in me when my house is burned down, when, when my, uh, uh, when I've been sick, when I had heart surgery, all these things, um, uh, some of you guys have been with me so long through the ups and downs. Like we've been, you know, with Dibber, he as he's had his things he's been through. And, uh, now we're going to watch Lubus, uh, ride that, you know, get that motorcycle, build that motorcycle and ride it. And we're going to be there when you, when you're leading your pack, Prez, we're going to be there to watch that. So it's um, really cool.
6: I think the first the first time you ever commented on one of my videos is when I was going through my last bout of chemo treatment. Back in I 20- talk- back 2016, I think it was.
3: That's when I talked to your brother who took over your channel.
6: Oh, yeah, yeah. When you spider.
3: Spider Rider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, anyway, I think that's cool for tonight. Uh, we've been out of the Um I just wanted people to kind of get a glimpse that motorcycle. Clubbing is um, universal. It's all over the world. These tribes of people get together under a set of protocols wrapped around the love and the passion for motorcycle riding. We all have this crazy passion to be on a bike. Then we find brothers that we can share it with, like family. And some of them disappoint us. Some of them let us. Some of them let us down. Some of them are more stingy than they should be. Others are just uh, just mean and can't get along with anyone. But we tend to love these folks for exactly who they are. Nobody understands it. Our women don't understand. Uh, How could you go deal with those guys after they turned on you? (laughs) Uh, You don't understand. I'm drawn to this because these people, when we get on motorcycles together, we all feel exactly the same way. We're riding the sun is pounding down. It's so hot you can't breathe. It's so cold you can't feel. It's so wet. It goes all the way through your your. Their, like I told Gibber today, there's no such thing as as waterproof. It goes all the way down no, to no. your knapsack. I, I,
6: I liked your comment when I was talking about switching out gloves in a in a in a blizzard when I was on my way back from Berlin. Uh, riding up to Holland, you know, with a few of the boys, you know, switching out the gloves. You know, I had a bike of a fairing. I'll be switching the gloves out. I'll be putting one pair of gloves down between the engine cases and the and the and the and the panels of the fairing. You're getting them warm enough, and then switching them out like four minutes down the road.
2: <laughs>
6: <laughs> I said, Gilbert, the, the the warm gloves are only going to be warm
3: four minutes, three, four, five minutes." Stop.
6: <laughs> <laughs> but that's good. But like you know, Sven knows. You know, it's a petrol station every fifteen clicks. So yeah. <laughs> you pull in Not there, the you wrap your hands around a cup of coffee, out the old coffee thing, yeah. and, and then you go off. You go again because I don't think people realise where people. Like I said to you, I think people got a wrong idea about Europe. Where Sven is, now. it can get real, real dodgy, killer cold. You know,
10: and and all the people you you feel that looks, and all the people say uh, think what an asshole to ride in the rain
6: or the snow on sleet or whatever <laughs> and you think yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It, it, it actually it's it, I, I don't know if it's the same for you but for me when i like i say i mean we were riding back from berlin uh we've been on a, a big run a few of us uh, you know in that freezing cold conditions and stuff you know i kind of got a high off of it you know it was like a see if we can make it to this next petrol station without you know the the hands turning literally to ice you know it's i mean you've got the wind chill factor as well i mean it was already minus whatever the hell it was plus the wind chill factor it had been freezing cold rain when we set off and that rain you know with that eastern wind that comes across there you know from the east you know that 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 turned it to snow, and we were in a blizzard, man. Before we got you know, here. And I don't think people realize how quick that weather can change. Yeah. You know, and, Berlin, and, and it is, can it be get, cold as hell. And it, get, it kind all of gives you Yeah. And I don't think there's a part of your body that you can actually keep warm, even the arse that you're sitting on.
3: Well, well, uh, you got to get the heat and sleep that victory has, bro.
10: (laughs) And you can be happy that you don't have to wrinkle your undies because everything's wet after a few miles. It runs down your neck. You all know it. Then you feel it like, oh, now my ass got wet. Oh, no,
2: no, fuck. Uh,
3: (laughs) Sorry, no uh, cursing. No cursing, I know. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's been blown away tonight, night, guys. Uh so the uh, uh uh the process says uh is this uh this this must be Portuguese? Okay, yeah, thank you for your shows. uh something something uh fa- family. what you say? Uh, thank you for an amazing
7: show and God bless your family. Ah
3: I wrote the... I read about six words out of
9: there. <laughs>
7: You know, uh, I was looking at the the comment session, and he wrote that in, uh, I guess, in, in, in many languages. You know, I mean, huh. he wrote it to me in Portuguese. He wrote it to Mohammed in.
6: in it's got it in China. Arabic there as well, man.
7: And uh oh wow, yeah, he took he took the time to translate the words, you know, and just comment so we can understand him better. Uh, the military
3: sounds- biker sends us something in German.
7: Uh, should I translate it?
3: Yeah. Uh,
10: the military biker wrote, uh, Hello Sven, I uh, live for 18 years in Germany and uh, I loved every minute and my son was uh, giving birth in Hanover, it's my hometown too, and without any doubt Germany will always have a place in
3: my heart. Wow, that is really and, cool. Um, uh, that is really cool. Somebody remembers you dibber from that SOA video. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
6: the old infamous SOA video.
3: Yeah, uh, that's infamous. Where, that's where I found
6: infamy, you. infamy, and they all had it. Infamy after that one. <laughs> all the okay. sons of Anarchy people come and uh, they still attack that video to this day. Oh, or they wow. try. They well, they try to. They they attack it via other videos. I just got you know it's you've got to bear in mind you know yourself i've got two uh moderators that look after the comments on that on that channel on my channel you know they they and it wasn't really fair for them every single day going in there and there's literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of comments of people talking absolute bullshit about getting guns and wanting to come and shoot me because I was upsetting them about their favorite TV show and all this sort of stuff you know it's just ridiculous garbage you know. It's, television show pull your neck in for fuck's sake
3: you know this one's for you uh muhammad uh so wow i mean uh this is really cool man um so listen thank you guys all uh dibber and you guys over there uh sven uh all you guys muhammad everyone for uh uh louis for getting up so early in the morning and being with us on the show i don't think this has ever been done before this is like a some sort of record or something in terms of uh, what we're doing. The round table is really awesome to have all these different people from all these different clubs. And I just want to thank you all tank dirty. Thank you guys for becoming a uh, co-host on the show. So you guys will be seeing them every week in and um, Dibbert, thank you again so much for, for being back. Uh, love you guys all look forward to riding a motorcycle with you guys all. Well, I look forward to pounding with y'all. Uh, Ghost Eagle says Dibber is the first biker I watched on YouTube before Black Dragon and Hollywood so Dibber's the godfather of us so anyway he's the one (laughs) so I I guess you guys know my music ain't working so uh, I will be bidding you guys adieu you guys take care Uh, I will talk to you guys all on WhatsApp and stuff like that Dibber thanks again so much love you all Uh, that's right, man anytime great night thanks BD thank you Good night, all. Good night, Sven. Thanks, Black I, Dragon. That was you, awesome, man. Thank you, man. I'll talk to you soon. Ah, wow, man. Uh, just to spend all that great time uh, with those great bikers. Did you guys notice uh, when they talked about what it was like to ride a motorcycle? Uh, they, uh, they all... Sounded the same. They all talked about the same things. Um, f crazy, man. f and crazy. Um, so, uh, we're going to be doing more of this stuff on the uh, roundtable. Uh, we're going to be talking to people from all over the world, interviewing people, doing all kinds of fun things on the show, talking about the Motorcycle Club, Social Construct, that we've all gotten ourselves into and that means so much to us all i want to thank you all for tuning in with me tonight please make sure to get my newest book the uh, president's bible on sale at blackdragonsgear.com also on amazon and kindle but remember we have the sardin and arms bible we have the prospects bible which is number one required reading and over a thousand motorcycle clubs worldwide and we have the social, uh, the uh, the uh, 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 public relations officer's Bible uh, all there for you. My newest book is coming out uh, right around Christmas sometime. And we're just going to keep uh, putting down the knowledge, man. You can get us on Black Dragon Biker TV YouTube, Black Dragon Biker TV Facebook, uh, Black Dragon Biker TV Instagram. Uh, and our online news magazine is uh, bikerliberty.com. And then Our broadcast is simulcast on our podcast station, wherever you get podcasts. It's called the Dragon's Lair, L-A-I-R, Motorcycle Chaos. And I've been doing this biker thing my entire life, and it's just so great to share all this with you guys. It's cool. It's absolutely cool. You can get my books autographed at blackdragonsgear.com. I'm Black Dragon. That's my two cents. Um... Just really excited and just really cool, man, just to, to be around you guys all. Uh, it's been a great, great time. Anyway, I'm Black Dragon. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, get skinny. Let me see. I uh, Give me some outro stuff here. Uh, let's see. Yeah, that's it. That's my two cents. Thanks for tuning in and get skinny
0: and that's all for motorcycle madhouse this morning don't forget to go over to subscribe to our youtube channel install insane throttle tv's channel over on Roku, as well as go get the insane throttle radio app over on google play rock on until next time and that's all for motorcycle madhouse this morning Don't forget to go over to subscribe to our YouTube channel, install Insane Throttle TV's channel over on Roku, as well as go get the Insane Throttle radio app over on Google Play. Rock on! Until
2: next time.